Yes, yes, we do. <laughs> oh, I thought we were just talking about him. No, no do you want to keep going into it, Parker? You want to? I mean, it's 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 only three o'clock in the morning here. <laughs> I got time. All right, well, that's... Oh, boy, I can see where this one's going. <laughs> no, it's good. All right, fantastic. Well, hey, everybody, welcome to Enter the Critic, a podcast where each week we talk about movies, both new and on Netflix. Uh, this week's movie is Night Watch. Uh, my name is Chris Klump. With me, as always... As sometimes... Parker Lindstrom. Yes, Matt... Uh, we, we gave Matt the night off. Yeah, and we by said, that, you know what, Matt, go away for a whole entire week. Yeah, why not? So, <laughs> uh, so, but before we get into Night Watch, let's get into some trailers here. We saw trailers for All Is Lost, Jackass Presents Bad Grandpa, and Ip Man: The Final Fight. Mm. Ho- I I was hoping that it would be an Ip Man Final Fight and SNES. Crossover, yes, the game from yes. <laughs> for Nintendo, yes, where everybody he hits, the life bar appears over their head and slowly <laughs> goes down. So, all right, well, let's start it off with uh, "All Is Lost." Mm. Uh, after a collision with a shipping container at sea, a resourceful sailor finds himself, despite all efforts to the contrary, staring his mortality in the face. This movie stars one person and one person only. Robert Redford. <laughs> uh, so, what do you think? Yeah, I mean the, that. The trailer? It looked. I'm like, man, Robert Redford still got it. He's still doing it. <laughs> um, how? How? Yeah, especially with the the idea that this is just him, right, and nothing else. He's carrying an entire movie, quite literally. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think he's gonna pull it off. From yeah. What, from what the trailer looks like. Uh, I first read about this film and I thought, well, that's going to be dumb, right? Just, just, just Robert Redford on a boat. Yeah. Well, this is going to be a lot of you know, I'm on a boat jokes. Uh, right. And well, then I, I thought it would be like, um, did you ever see Old Man in the Sea? Anthony Quinn, I think his name from back in the day. It was like a, it's like just him going. Now I'm going to try to catch you, fish. Oh, boy. Oh, the shark is coming. Like, he's just talking aloud because he's, like, sort of insane. Yeah. And you're just like, this is so hard to watch. But, yeah, this looks pretty good. Yeah. um, Most of it, I mean, most of the trailer is is just music. um, Yeah. It doesn't look like Robert Herbert has a lot of lines. And so... I think that would almost be more of a challenge as an actor because you have you have no one to you know bounce off of, mm-hmm. um, and you you have to do a lot of just physical acting. Yeah, and it looks remarkably depressing. Like it just yeah. the trailer goes from from point to point where it's just him. Just, it's just getting worse yeah. and worse. I feel like it's gonna be like a, a combination of like Castaway, but then mixed with like The Gray or something like that, where it's just like. Oh, this is heavy. Like, um, this is dark. Kind of because we were talking about it a few episodes ago where we talked about open, I think it was open, open water. Open water, yeah. yeah. I got that feeling, too. Absolutely. Well, like, yeah, they have a shot where that's very reminiscent of open water. Yeah. A lot more of a of a computer animated version, but, but I mean, awesome. Like, yeah. CG version, but it's like, what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, um, there's some awesome stuff. And then, and then, just the idea, like I've gone sailing, and <laughs> now I don't. After just just the trailer alone, don't want to go sailing anymore. Yeah, I don't want to go scuba diving. I don't want to go sailing. Like yeah, the ah. ocean, the ocean is full of can fuck off. Yeah. I have no. <laughs> the ocean is dead to me. So, but that's coming out October eighteenth of this year. Uh, mm-hmm. It is probably not going to get a wide release. This is probably going to be, uh, you know, smaller theaters, and then coming to like streaming. Uh, services, so yeah, you know if you have, if if it's in your area, it looks like I, I I if it was in my area, I'd check it out. But we live in the middle of nowhere. I'd have to drive to Philly to see this film. Yeah, so yeah, I might, I might, but I might just wait and watch it on yeah, TV. Yeah, 
So, uh, Jackass presents <laughs> Bad Grandpa. Now, before we do anything, before we won't even read the the synopsis. Do, do you know the character Bad Grandpa from the show? Um, I'm trying that, to remember that Johnny Knoxville has dressed up as before. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, and basically, he's done some stuff. Uh, the, the one of the sketches I remember seeing was him and his buddies dressing up in you know as old people and trying to see what they could get away right. with, like shoplifting. Like they'd shoplift in front of cops yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. And there was a there, yeah there there was there was a, a recurring character that Johnny Knoxville dressed up as that they named. Irving Zisman. Yeah, yeah. And uh but yeah, he he did pretty much like all sorts of ridiculous stuff on the show. And so they decided to make a movie out of it. And <laughs> that has like an actual plot. Yeah, the whole like uh, uh, I'm not going to read the whole summary cuz it's a shockingly long summary. Yeah, no, but 86-year-old Irving Zisman is on a journey across America with the most unlikely companions. His 8-year-old grandson Billy that's what it says. Yeah, I'm reading poorly that here. I'm like, huh, that's very I poorly think, written. I think Companion, his yes, eight-year-old yeah. son. Um, this movie, <laughs> when I first heard about it, I thought, this is going to be awful. Right. This is going to be terrible. The Jackass period has passed. Right. We all had our fun with it. The The Jackass movies, pretty good. Right. Um, and then I saw this trailer, and it completely changed my mind. Yeah, I, I, here's the thing about Jackass. is like, it's very... Similar to how I felt about, like, Brad Pitt and what we just talked about with Matt Damon. Where, like, the idea of it is, like, that's the dumbest thing ever. It's it's how I first felt about South Park. From a distance, hearing about people talk about it. I'm like, that's dumb. And I see it, and every time I see it, I'm like, this should be annoyingly dumb. And I should hate it. But I really just kind of like it. I really am just going to keep watching it. Like, I don't know what the hell's wrong with it. So the trailer <laughs> makes it, points out that, okay, the the plot is this grandpa's picking up his, his grandson. They're going to, you know, they're then he's taking him to see his father, I guess, and right. they're going across the country. And so they get into all these wacky adventures, right. similar to, say, uh, I think it's the movie Dutch. Um, right, where, you know, right, yeah, yep. Definitely. But this is not scripted and the people don't know that this is fake (laughs) specifically there there, there are various you know things going on and specifically one where he enters him into like a toddler for you know in tiara pageant (laughs) oh my gosh it's so amazing the the boy is dressed as a girl. Right. And it's convincing. Like Very he's, convincing. He's like in that age when a boy is easily like, yeah. d- you could just kind of, he's <laughs> young enough looking that they just put so much makeup and hair right, on the kid. Yeah. He looks like a little girl, um, which who then, if you've seen Toddlers and Tiaras, uh, he looks like a little girl who's trying to look like a 30-year-old woman. Yes. Even though she's six or eight. Yeah. Like, so in 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 the trailer he he's doing like a a a, a piece to uh my my bunny lies over the ocean yeah and it's so and ridiculously it's, cutesy yeah and, and just saccharine sweet and then out of nowhere <laughs> he he rips off his clothes revealing basically <laughs> oh yeah lingerie like, like, like lingerie chest, it's just whatever. lingerie it's I and mean if you've seen uh Little Miss Sunshine it's that. Thing like, did you see the, that? Uh, okay, no. in Little Miss Sunshine, the little girl gets invited to the pageant, and in the final scene, her grandfather taught her, like who passes away in the course course of the thing, teaches her this routine to super freak, and it's like this, and it's kind of his way of thumbing his nose at the whole concept of dressing these girls up, right? Because his his you know uh, Abigail Breslin in this in that movie is like not those other girls. Like, she's not done up that way. She's just herself, and she just dances the way she wants to, the super freak, and everybody's super offended and appalled. And that's what happens in that movie. This takes it to a far, (laughs) far... Where the mast of the little sailing ship becomes a (laughs) stripper pole. (laughs) And Warren's cherry pie starts playing. (laughs) 
and the kid starts dancing, and Johnny Knoxville walks over with a water. You think he's gonna like walk up and like take his sim off no, the stage, no, but he, he makes, makes it rain. It, he makes it rain. He's just one dollar. All bill. these people in the audience are covering their kids' and eyes. Yeah, yeah, and the reactions are. <laughs> yeah, look, I mean, I, I I know that, like, it's hard. I wish that, obviously, it would ruin it to know, but I wish they would say how much, like, who knows what going into it. Like, because right. do the promoters know about it, and they agreed to it because they're going to get on MTV and in a movie? Like, so there's the owner of the, the, tia, the tiara yeah, competition. Yeah. Does he say, yeah, do this? And like, and then they just don't tell them what they're gonna do, and then they just do something. Like, I don't know how much they know going into it, or if no one knows, yeah, and they just, yeah. and they just really do it on the cheap, and like on, the, and like just sneak in and do this. Like, I mean, obviously, at some point, if I'm not mistaken, legally they right. have to tell them because you're putting your face on, you know, in the movie. So legally, they have right. to tell them at some point. But damn. <laughs> The yeah. reactions are at one point, like like you said, they're all covering their children's <laughs> eyes. One woman just sits there, and after it, just claps once, claps and once. then just like <laughs> she doesn't know what to do. Doesn't do it, yeah, because she's it's trying so to be nice. Like it's it's perfect, like uncomfort <laughs> comedy. Like I mean, if you if you liked any of those, like it's it's based all around that type of the sketch. Like it, Jackass was a lot of people getting beaten to hell yeah but then it was also about making other people people very uncomfortable and and like if you liked any of those sketches you'll probably love similar to uh the ali g show right um any of any any of those movies i mean it's very similar to that idea but it's i don't know i i think it looks pretty fun it 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 looks like it's worth watching for sure um (laughs) because wow normally (laughs) normally for me uncomfortable comedy is hard to get into because I put myself in that position. I go, I'd be out. I would just leave. I I could not handle that (laughs) level of social uncomfortableness where it'd be like, I got, I got to get the hell out of here. Yeah. (laughs) And so watching it, I feel that like (laughs) tightness in my chest, like, Oh God, no. (laughs) Yeah. There are times where I mean, I'm a huge fan of Ali G show. I watched all that. And I, and also like, um, you know, the British office and other like such things where in any Ricky Gervais thing, he's definitely plays characters where you're like, like that's l- not reality, but it's like super uncomfortable. Yeah, like, he plays yeah. characters, and there are times where I actually just will pause it just to try to like calm down. Right, it gets so like it's just ingrained in me. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh god, this is so bad, and it's <laughs> yes. gonna get worse. Yes. and I feel like this movie's gonna be like that where I'm gonna have to take a moment <laughs> and just be like, oh. What is happening? Why? Why am I still watching this? And why is that person reacting the way they are? And oh, this is awful. But Ugh. it is. It's. It looks hilarious. Um. So yeah. like, the, the trailer won me over. I was. I, I went into watching the trailer thinking this is going to be the. I thought it might. Thing. I thought it might because I. I, I go, I'm going to post this, and Chris is going to go. What? Like Chris was like, "Hey, what trailers should we watch?" And I. And I was like. See what he see what he does. Yeah, because the second you posted on there, I thought, what? what? <laughs> no, I want to talk about like meaningful films, <laughs> not not this garbage. No, and then because my first thought was, we like I said, Jackass had its time. Right, it was fun and it was great, but it's over now. Right, and right. then I watch the trailer, I'm like, no, it's not. It's back. Because <laughs> damn, this is hilarious. <laughs> Again, just the image of Johnny Knoxville in the old makeup going up on stage and making oh it rain God, on the kid. Amazing. Just hurling <laughs> dollar bills. It's just so funny. There's a scene where the kid is pushing him in the sh- in a shopping cart because he's too drunk to walk. And he's holding the six pack. Yeah, they're, and they're, people and are just <laughs> driving by because it's on like a major street, and they're like, "What the hell?" Yeah, and like the the kid, they definitely. I don't know. I don't know who like what parent signs their kid up to to become this kid because like some of the stuff that he does and says in just the trailer I'm like oh my gosh he's, like he's known for some he's done quite a bit really? here for a child of his age like probably like Nickelodeon stuff Disney no stuff. no uh, he was in the fighter hmm. wow. um 
like that that's the one thing he was that I, I yeah. recognize uh he was in a movie uh, Arthur that um the remake yeah gotcha. yeah yeah like you know it's like in the in the one scene he's like he's like talking to some girl working at a, a shop and I'm guessing that they're feeding him lines through his ear like a lot of times right, they right. do that and and he's like he's just like and he's like so what's your what's your stripper name and the girl's <laughs> like you think I'm a stripper and then she's like or no, he goes what's your stage name she stage goes do you think name. I'm a stripper and he's like I would call you cinnamon <laughs> <laughs> oh god so yeah that comes out October 25th um and I'm probably going to go see it cuz it looks just ridiculous I mean it looks worth seeing uh, at least when it comes out on DVD. Like oh, I, absolutely. Like yeah. I, my, I, if enough people want to go, I probably would go see it in theaters. But I would, I'm definitely gonna see. Oh, it. this is not gonna be me rolling in like <laughs> I normally do, where it's ten o'clock and yeah. it's me and two other people <laughs> in the theater. No, I'm, I'm gonna have yeah. to see this with others. Yeah, for sure. This but, is gonna be great. So now a movie that I know we are both incredibly excited for. Absolutely, Ipman: The Final Fight. Yes, the third in a trilogy in post-war Hong Kong, legendary Wing Chun Grandmaster Ip Man is reluctantly co- recalled or re- reluctantly called into action once more when what begin when what begins as simple challenges from rival kung fu styles soon draw him into the dark and dangerous underworld of the triads. Now to defend life and honor, he has no choice but to fight one last time. Um, I think we're straying further and further from the actual biographical material. I was about to say, <laughs> damn. Okay, for for any for anyone who doesn't know, Itman um, was a real guy, right? Um, most notably uh, trained Bruce Lee. Yes, um, you can He's see the him grandmaster of a style of fighting called Wing Chun, which Bruce Lee's technique is. Mm strongly based on yes. like he used yeah. that and a bunch of other things and made his own stuff. Yeah, he ended up creating Jeet Kune Do right. mostly based off of what he learned under uh, Ipman. But yeah. Um and Ipman created his own form which is Wing Wing Chun. Well, I no, no he didn't he was just the like like that that style of fighting was from before it man. Oh, he just was like the the best guy and then ah. was probably the only living grandmaster and then started his own school after the war and tried to rebuild what had been destroyed by uh, Japan. I, I was under, okay, I was I basically was misinformed. That's, yeah, basically what happened in, you know, when China, when Japan occupied China, a lot of things went to crap. Yeah. And one of those things was a lot of those uh, branches of martial arts mm-hmm. were kind of lost to history because there was nobody that was, like, living that could, that could do it, it and yeah. could and could teach it, so... The the first uh, Ip Man movie um, I actually watched uh, with with you, Parker, and yeah. I remember I was like, "You got to see this." Movie. Yeah, you're like, "You got to <laughs> see this movie." I'm like, "How good is it?" And you said, "This is the fourth time I've seen it yeah. in as many days." <laughs> it's it's Braveheart, the kung fu movie. Yes. Like it is about yes. a it, and you know when I first saw it, I actually went into it without knowing anything, and I watched the movie and I just thought it was a great movie, and then in the credits scene. They they have this like epilogue that you just think they're gonna say like oh this is what this character mm-hmm. did and you're like it man blah 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 and I'm like wait this is a real dude like right. I didn't realize at yeah. the time like when I first saw it I'm like holy crap because they're like showing Bruce Lee and I'm like that's weird why would they bring in someone from the real world and I like looked up online I'm like this is a real dude I was like freaking out you can actually uh, <laughs> see the real Itman appears in um. One scene of Enter the Dragon. Really? Yeah. Nice. If uh, if you watch Enter the Dragon, there's a scene where Bruce Lee is being um, taken on a small boat to a bigger, like a junk, um, and the man rowing the boat is Ipman. That's awesome. That's so good. Because he just wanted. He's like, I want you in in this movie because right. it's like the pinnacle of mm-hmm. my career is this movie. Um, so that's, that's awesome. Ipman that. was played. Uh, originally by uh, Donnie Yen, who's awesome, and who is really good, uh, but is not old enough 
for right. this role. Yeah, and well, and we should mention that there was also a second one. Yes, that uh, uh, people can watch. It's, I think it's on Netflix. It is and, on Netflix, um, yes. but it might be dubbed. I don't know, but I don't know. No, no, it is, it, it is. It is okay. in Mandarin. Yes. So yeah, check that one out. It's good as well, and it kind of just furthers the story. Um, the first one is is kind of taking place uh, just before and during the occupation of Japan, uh, or the occupation from of Japan in China. And, you know, kind of Ip Man kind of plays a role in kind of trying to unify his town to, mm-hmm. to sort yes. of kind of rise up. But, I mean, it, you know, in the in the movie, there's like this epic scene where they kind of rise up. But then it goes on to say that like they occupied the country for another, like, 10 years. Yeah, it's not, like, like, that, it's yeah. not like you, you watch the end of the movie and it's not like, and they won. Like, it's yeah. just like, and then they were occupied for a bunch longer. But uh, it, the you know, second one deals more in British colonialism, right? Um, well, that one I feel was probably a little farther from the truth, but still very entertaining, um, and and really well done. Um, but Donnie Yen does not come back in this one. This time, Itman is played by a gentleman named Anthony Wong. Chisang? Sure, we'll go Wait. with that. Ip Man 2 is just about him trying to create the Wing Chun in Hong Kong. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, he ends up fighting a, a British boxer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just, yeah, right. But that's like, it was like 1949, so it's not really like... Not, col- okay, okay, I guess yeah, colonial. Yeah, sorry, I just, when you said it, I was like, wait, what? Like, yeah. I was like, maybe I wasn't paying attention. But, uh, yeah, a- okay, Anthony gotcha. Anthony Wong Chusang, yeah. whom... Uh, I recognized from um, a movie called Vengeance, uh, which if you haven't seen, it's on Netflix Instant Streaming. Check it out. Um, it's a really good movie. Uh, he, he plays one of the hitmen in that film. Uh, and in this movie, he plays uh, Grandmaster Ipman. And this movie, the, the trailer kind of looks more of the same, which yeah. is not a bad thing. No. Cause, Just epic fighting. Uh, the... One of the things that, the, like, if you're watching a kung fu film, you can say you're watching it for a lot of reasons, but the main reason is for the choreographed fighting, and that's just why you're watching a, a kung fu film. And these movies um, do not disappoint nope. in that front at all. No. Um, some of the best uh, fight scenes that I could think of in, in, in my experience with kung fu films are in It Man 1 and 2. Uh, so I'm hoping that the third yeah, one... for sure. You know, and the trailer looks like it's going to be, you know, yeah, it's going to bring it out. Good. Yeah, definitely. And it, and it looks like it's going to keep hearkening back to his entire life. But, I, you know, I think that the first one was sort of a, a loose biopic, um, more, more along the lines of, like, um, hero in the sense that it was a semi-propaganda film yeah. <laughs> kind of like saying yeah. like China is great. The first one not the first one was I mean I, I could buy into it a little bit more because again if, if, if you're uh, um, familiar with movies like uh, The Chinese Connection or um, Fists of Legend it has a similar feel where it's like okay we're going to take our best Chinese fighter versus yep. The Japanese, the yeah. evil Japanese fighter. Right. Um, the second one really had that propaganda feel. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I think. I think. I. I kind of think the second one was just like, wow, the first one did so well. We got to get another one out yeah, of here. Yeah. So they kind of threw that one together. Whereas this one, I don't know. Sort of seems like they kind of are like, okay, let's actually make another movie well, the that first, continues. The it. first two came out in really quick succession. Yes, absolutely. Where this one, it's been a few years. Yeah. And when you showed me, like, oh, yeah, they're coming out with a new movement, I'm like, what? Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hot damn. Yeah, definitely. And it, and it looks great. I mean, they, you know, I think at this point it really strays from the source material, but that's not a bad thing because in the <laughs> actual source material, I think uh, Ip Man uh, died of, like, Opium, like like he was like an opium addict towards the yeah, end of his life, and yeah. and pretty much like alienated himself from his family. So like kind of a depressing actual end to the real man. Um, whereas let's let's look at the fiction. Yeah, at, at that point <laughs> I'm okay with them taking some liberties. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to watch the dude that like was in these uh, um, epic fight scenes in the first two movies. I don't want to watch him like 
deteriorate in an opium den. <laughs> right, like, exactly. Cool. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I don't need that. The exciting conclusion, and it's just him laying there, just smoking, <laughs> just being like, uh, oh boy. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> uh, as far as a release date, it's already been released in China, so I don't know when it's coming to America. Yeah, we just gotta um, wait for somebody to make up some. I mean, it will come to. It will be making it. I mean, the, the first two did. And you could buy the first two in Walmart. That's how yeah. well they did. Yeah, seriously. Uh, for a it's non-English crazy. film to be sold that widespread. And not uh, like presented by anyone. Like Hero was presented by Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino. So it's like, yeah. so he tacks his name on it, so that's how it gets here. But this, the, it, it Man I, 1 and 2 yeah. just made it over on its own accord, Absolutely. and rightly so. Absolutely. Uh, so... Yeah, I'm 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 really looking forward to it. So yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be fun. It'll probably it'll probably get released on various streaming services. I doubt it would get any kind of theatrical run here. Yeah, but, I can't imagine. You know, if the fr- I mean, since the first one didn't, I still yeah, I can't imagine. So, all right. Well, let's get into uh, our feature here. We saw. Night Watch. Night Watch, a fantasy thriller set in present-day Moscow, where the respective forces that control daytime and nighttime do battle. I think this is very fitting to have seen uh, because um, of the the crappy movie we keep seeing a trailer for before all the movies go to see that mortal oh yeah instruments that shitty Moral instruments it's like it's like twilight terrible. part two kind of oh there is a twilight part two it's like <laughs> the, the twilight series part two just like a whole another hey remember there's like vampires and stuff and they fight each other like vampires and teenagers are hot nowadays right let's crank another one of this garbage out Ugh. this is this is from 2004 and uh it is it a, is a russian film it's a russian film so it's all subtitled so if you're not into that, just turn this episode off. <laughs> the the um the 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 only name that you would recognize, even though I cannot pronounce it, uh, is the director of this film is the same director as uh, Wanted and right. uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Timur Bekmakatov Betov, something like that. Hey, it's better than what I could have done. <laughs> um. So yeah, let's jump right into it, Parker. What did you think of Night Watch? Well, I I just I mean I discovered this movie in 2004 um, because I at the time was super obsessed with watching trailers, and I happened across this trailer, and um, they presented it as the first in a trilogy of movies um, based on a book series. Um, and the trailer made it look incredible. And I, um, maybe about six months later, I was in like Blockbuster or something, and I came across it in the in the in the used rack. And I was like, "Oh yes!" And I immediately went home and watched it. And I was not disappointed. I mean, it. I loved it right from the start. So it it was a long time until and I you know I would tell people you got to check this out. You got to check this out. And um, eventually, you, you sat me down. Right. Then this was a this was a while this was, ago. This was this was uh, not a smart idea. You sat me down. <laughs> I forget what we were doing, and everybody was leaving. And you're like, "Hey, what are you doing?" I'm like, "Nothing. It's three in the morning. I was gonna go home." And you're yeah. like, "Well, you we wanna... started it at like one or two. No, no, it was it was like two thirty <laughs> when we started it. <laughs> yeah. And I made it a, I muscled through about an hour. Or so, and I, I was like, "This is I gotta sleep, man. I'm so tired." And you're like, "Yeah, never mind." Uh, I think I did fall asleep. No, I think we did finish it as well. But like, I be, think we watched it, but both of us, I think, fell asleep. Fell asleep because we were just was, so tired. I mean, it's it's a subtitled movie. You can't watch it if you're tired. You're gonna have to read. Yeah, you gotta read. Like you have to read. Like if you're gonna like shut your eyes for half a second, you're gonna miss. You're done. You're done. <laughs> So yeah. when you recommended, I'm like, yeah, I, I, this could probably uh, do for a rewatch, uh, especially because it was on Netflix. Yeah, and it, I feel like, I mean, I personally like the movie, and like I, I wanted to review it because, and I wanted you to get a fresh look at it because mm-hmm. I, I think it's pretty cool. And this is what you need to keep in mind is that the movie, the original movie, came out in 2004. Night Watch, the the book that it's based on 
is um I think it's from around the same time. Nine no, I, no, 98. Okay. And so like Twilight book series, the first book was written in 2005. Right. So like that's like 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 that's after this. Mm-hmm. Like this right. is Back, this is before that. <laughs> yeah, this, this definitely caught keep, the vampire wave really early. Yeah, keep that in mind because it's it's like you could say that it's similar to Underworld, like uh, whatever. Yeah. It's it's yeah. about it's about the light forces versus the dark forces. So the light forces, of course, are what they are, and the you know like they're kind of archetypal characters. Mm-hmm. But it's Russian, so there's some characters you've never heard of, like some some different folklore you might not have heard of but in general there's some vampires there's some werewolf types there's some there's all different types and yeah and it's about you know so there's these two basically uh security forces that that kind of keep track keep of their each own other in check right, because you know back in the day when the forces of evil and the forces of good just waged crazy wars some somebody decided like, hey, let's just stick to our own kind. You guys stick around in the daytime. We'll stick around in the nighttime, and we'll put a little bit of security people from each side, each side to kind of keep right. everything in check. And um, and then you know, of course, then like all stories, there is a kid that bridges the gap that's born, and so. They, you know, so you know, it's like whose side is he going to go with? Because it's going to, you know, it's like Star Wars all over right, again. Right. Like, is he going to go to the dark side? Is he going to? Go... But um, yeah, it's far out. <laughs> this movie, I, I, I keep, I keep going back and forth. When, when I first watched it, I, I was like, this movie's nuts. There's so, there's so much going on. Yes, and a lot of it doesn't at least to me it just didn't make a lot of sense some of the things i really liked about this film because um, there were quite there, there there is quite a bit number one it is the most unique use of subtitles i've ever seen in a film it's, it's amazing it's done it, it this isn't just subtitles just being put on the bottom of the screen mm-hmm. the subtitles move they change color they uh went like as a character is walking they pan in and out from each other so it, it's a very unique take on that yeah definitely visually movie's good visually it's i mean it's all over the place but it's right, it's definitely. it's got some amazing visual effects i mean it's 2004 so some of them don't it, necessarily hold up but in general in general it, like yeah i i w- w- one of the notes i took down was that uh uh the some of the cgi looks dated right but it doesn't detract from the film. No, yeah, it's they, not. It's not as dated. Like I've seen, I've seen yeah, some right. bad <laughs> CGI. Absolutely. I mean, we oh. just watched Warrior. Uh, what is this? Sorcerer of the White Snake? I mean, and that's new, and that's bad. Like, bad CGI. This doesn't have that because basically the CGI that was used is very, it fairly like subtle at times. Right. Maybe just you know a few things here or there. It's not in your face, so it's 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 hard to really hate on it because it's very very yeah. little um and the the main actor who, who plays a, na- a man named anton who i am not even going to begin there's way too many consonants in that yeah. name <laughs> yeah. to try to pronounce that <laughs> um i really liked his performance yep. i thought he knocked he did a really good job yeah um now where this movie lost me was just like i i, I really felt the screenplay was confused Using, I had a really hard time following it, and maybe that's just me. It, it could be that I wasn't paying as te- close attention as I should have. But there were a lot of times where I was like, "I'm lost." Yeah, there's some inference here. It, like I said, it's based on a actual five book series that started with the Night Watch um, and goes on to, I think, uh, yeah, Day Watch, Twilight Watch, and Final Watch, and then New Watch, but. Uh, <clears throat> and apparently this <laughs> they were going to make it based on on this book series right but the first movie um re- reading into it a little bit is actually only based on like the first quarter of the first book damn or like the first third and the second movie daywatch is based on the other parts of the first book 
Wow. Okay. So, so this is a pretty meaty it's a book. Pretty, yeah, very meaty book. And I think that uh, it it's like I don't know. I feel like they they this movie was made in 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 with that in mind that that a you know it's a popular book series I guess in in Russia. I from from what I read on the the Wikipedia, it is a fairly so popular series right and it would be like like it's almost like when you you know when you when you have the first like a, a, a series a movie based on a book series like like the hunger games for mm-hmm. for an example right right there's a lot there that they don't explain because they're kind of assuming like harry potter they're kind of assuming that a lot of people have read these books and right. that's why they're coming right. to see it because it's such a popular book. And that's one of the things but, I thought is I wonder how much of this is lost in not necessarily lost in translation but right. lost culturally. Yes. Where I'm just not just like I'm, I'm yeah. just not I don't have the, the the cultural knowledge. I'm not equipped to follow it as well right. as as someone from Russia would be. Yeah. Uh, which know. you always run into that yeah. problem with foreign films. Yeah. Um, like I think that you're right. I mean, it's it's a it's a very at times complex story. The the overarching story isn't mega complex, but a lot of the interactions between characters yeah. is pretty complex. I could follow, like as I, I mean, right. I could follow the overarching story. That yes. wasn't a problem. But there are, there were some times where I thought, wait, why is that person doing yes. that? Exactly. And I'm there's a lot of that. To what's that. And of course, there, there's one scene in particular that I just was, I just, I had to rewind and rewatch, and I thought I have no idea. Is where the there, there's a scene where a truck is driving down the road, oh, dude, that super part's so fast, awesome. and I, I, if I remember right, like someone walks out in front of him, so they that's slam the, the brakes. That's like he's the head of the opposite watch, ah, and like he just, he's just there, and like. One of the things that apparently is the, is the case is that that dude is working very hard, even though he's not supposed to be, to get that child to come to his side. Okay. So he's kind of just always around where he shouldn't be, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so these dudes are, are are racing, and then he just walks out into the street, and like they're about to hit him, and like it's pretty cool what he does. Oh, it's a pretty sweet <laughs> shot. It just didn't make any no, sense. Yeah. Like it broke my brain where the truck. <laughs> Literally does a somersault, yeah, and lands back on its axles and just keeps driving. And I thought, what? and then nobody no. mentions it, <laughs> nobody brings it up. And I yeah. thought that is confusing. Yeah. It's very similar to uh, what was it? Um, was it in the Hulk movie where he's about to get hit by the? The SUV and he kind of like picks it up and like it's uh, like up. It's a, yeah, and it ends up being like a family. Yeah, and they're like, and then he like sets like, them down. Yeah, or, it's like it's, to that. it's very like it, it's just the, the it's a very cool shot. But yeah, it, I I understand. I mean, I feel like I gave this when I saw this movie the first time, and I've seen it probably like two or three times since. It um awake, <laughs> and <laughs> I feel like it. it you know, you kind of you pick a few things up, but I feel like also. You know, I was sort of allowing for that, like right, those kind of right. like, like there's more story here than I know. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm just kind of like along for the ride in some ways, where I'm like, because a lot, a lot of it is so far out, very similar to like, um, John dies at the end, like right. It's sort of just like, okay, I'm just gonna let this happen, right? And right. like, I'm sure there's a reason for some of this. And I'm sure I'm missing some of this because I didn't read the books, but overall, I'm like, yeah. you know, I, I feel like it's cool what's happening. Yeah. My eyes enjoy what I'm seeing. And and also, if 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 I take into consideration some American films that are released overseas, like I can only imagine, like oh, yeah. the, like Hulk, the, you know, yeah. the like the, the, the Edward I Norton mean, Hulk. Any, if you had no, if you had yeah. never read a Hulk comic, you'd be like, what the hell is right? going on? I mean, any of the Marvel movies. Like, yeah. if, if 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 somebody in another country isn't very familiar with comic books, you'd be like, "What? what the hell's going? Why on? Why do they dress that way? <laughs> what is happening?" Yeah. So yeah, no, it's it's true. I mean, it's definitely a thing. But um, uh, I I think that it's got enough interesting things in it that it's worth checking out. Oh yeah, 
I mean, I, th- this would not be a movie where I, I, I would, if somebody said, oh, I'm thinking about watching Nightwatch, I would not be like, oh, no, don't. It's right. awful. Because it, it it's well made. Right. It has, you know, for time and budget, really good special effects. The acting is solid. I mean, there, there's, there's, there wasn't any performance that, you know, took me out of the film. I did just have a very hard time immersing myself in the film. Yeah. I here's the the other thing is again I have a place in my heart for it because I saw it in 2004, you know like 2000 maybe it was early 2005 when it finally got it but like I saw it before I before a lot of this wave of a lot of these types of movies were out that is and true. I'm tired of yeah. them like 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 I'm so sick of the idea of Twilight and to think <laughs> that Twilight. The first Twilight book was released the same year that I saw this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, so it had it was just starting that whole craziness, right? Of that, right. and then into this new nonsense with Mortal Instruments, but then all these other bad ones along the way that are kind of like trying desperately to tap into this, like you know, obsession with teen vampire werewolf nonsense, supernatural yeah. stuff. Yeah. And, like, I mean, it's so popular, you know, and now. But at the time, it wasn't annoying. Like, the the, the only, like, te- like the only, like, supernatural thing that was super popular was, like, maybe Buffy and some other things, which I wasn't interested in, but they didn't bother me. It didn't, right, you know, right. it wasn't, at this it wasn't point, it's saturated. Yeah, at this point, there is a, a, an oversaturation of that type of thing. And so, but I feel like this... In in its own way, even though it's from 2004, it is a fresh take on the whole thing, a little bit grittier than usual in terms of like, you know, what's happening. It's a little less, right. you know, kind of glossy and bubblegum. It's kind of like, you know, like in your face some of the stuff. But, but yeah, I think I, I really like you said. I loved the. I I wish more movies would do uh, some of that subtitle stuff. Yeah. I'm surprised that nobody has like. I mean, you know, like that movie's, you know, like I said, it's 2004. Like, how come no one else has picked up on that? You know, yeah, like, I don't know. I, maybe, maybe producers are like, uh, foreign audiences, because let's face it, American, for the most part, Americans don't want to read while we watch movies. Yeah. So maybe producers are like, oh, they already don't like regular subtitles. They're not going <laughs> to yeah. put up with crazy subtitles. But it's weird because those subtitles wouldn't have been in the original. So, like, it's crazy to think that somebody took the time. To then re put all that stuff in, right? Un- I mean, unless when they made it, they put them in from the beginning, knowing that they were going to market it for America. I don't know, but but like, I don't know if those were like directors' choices or if that's a you know studio owns the rights to the movie right. to release in America, then they tack them on. But whoever yeah, did not, it, yeah, whoever fun. did it made a good choice because it was definitely interesting. It was, it was, it was it kept you in the atmosphere of what they were trying to do because that is one of the things that sucks about subtitled movies is like, you know, like when we watch it, man, like it's you're reading and like, you really want to be watching, especially during a fight scene. Oh yeah. But you're like looking down. Okay. Okay. Like, and, and it takes, sometimes it takes a a watch or two. Like you watch it the second time. You don't have to read as closely Mm -hmm. because you remember what's going to happen. So you can kind of watch everything and just glance quicker. Um, whereas this, like, because of they did a, you know, fun stuff with it, it kind of kept you in the atmosphere, even though you were still reading, which I thought was pretty clever. Mm, yeah. But. So. Yeah, it's worth seeing. Oh, definitely worth seeing. It only had a $4.3 million budget. Uh, see, that shocks me. <laughs> How what do are, they do that? What are we doing in American films that we can't, like, this film... <laughs> Like like again, the the special it, effects weren't like weren't blowing me no, out of the right. water, but four point what would you 4. say four point three million four point three million dollars budget in in America that is a low budget film, right? And I mean a low budget film. You wouldn't expect you wouldn't expect an epic horror movie, horror slash supernatural movie to even bother with that kind of budget, right? Like, unless yeah. it's some really out-there avant-garde thing 
where they're really trying to the do paranormal something. Paranormal Activity movies have a higher budget <laughs> than that, and that's some dude with a shaky cam and like a yeah. standard Four rendering point. software on an iMac. Like, I mean, I realize it's another country, so I'm sure they could pay their people doing this and that a lot less. So there's probably a lot less overhead. That being Still. said, <laughs> that being said, four point three million dollars. The movie only made thirty three million, but that's like almost ten times. That's a huge return on investment. <laughs> what if you? What if Avengers made? Uh, what? What was it? It was almost like a. It was like a half a billion dollars when all was said and done. The budget. Oh, the the yeah. The budget was like. It was like, with, with advertising and everything, it was some astronomical yeah. number. And if it they just, made ten times that, can you yeah. even imagine? The, the Avengers was like the biggest movie that summer, and it just barely made back what they invested. It didn't really make a profit, <laughs> even though it was wow. the biggest movie that year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this movie makes ten times its Like, uh, what are we doing wrong? Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> we're doing something wrong in American yeah. cinema. Yeah, I'm, this I'm is sure. Four point three million. Yeah, I'm sure. Konstantin Kabobinsklinsky doesn't pull in uh, forty million dollars just to be in the movie or some nonsense. You know, it's like we got to get him to be Anton, whatever he wants. Uh, I'll take a uh, couple thousand dollars. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll take I'll take a hundred thousand. <laughs> okay. I'll do. T- you know, twenty dollars an hour, ten dollars an hour. So it's like what, twenty hours, forty hours of filming. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> and I really, I mean, I did think he was cool. Yeah, it, no, he was. It, he's, he's it good. worked well. So yeah, and and again, and then there's also a sequel, Daywatch. I'll just plug it quick. And if you watch this and you do kind of like it, um, check out Daywatch. It kind of ties things up in a in a sort of nice way um a little bit of a weird ending to the whole series really a weird (laughs) ending to this this movie series Uh, especially having then read that it's that it's like just the second half of one of the five books right but uh you know it's it's definitely you know we're checking out I, i i liked the sequel as well so if you did like if you do end up watching it based on our review and you can get if you want to come over and watch it with me. I'll watch it anytime. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't know if it's on Netflix yet. Uh, that I'm not sure. I don't Day know. If it's it, called Day Watch, yeah. but um, uh, yeah, it, it 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 might eventually come around if people check out this one. Yeah, if if you're into a non formulaic uh, vampire, like the idea of a non formulaic vampire film, uh, I would recommend this. Uh, yep. Simply because it is different and it is out there, even if it was a little hard to follow. Um, <laughs> pay just, attention. Just pay real close attention. So, <laughs> don't watch it when you're half asleep. No, no, no. Do not watch. No, because I was. In fact, by the time the second time I watched it, I actually watched it fully awake and all the way through, and I thought I don't remember half of this stuff. <laughs> yeah, all I remember, I got as far as uh, there's a scene where uh, a kid offers them food. He starts making them food, and I'm like. I remember that. This is as far as I got. <laughs> I don't remember anything after this at all. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure we finished it. So <laughs> I can't. I can't remember if I stopped it or not. I can't. No, remember. no. We. F- I remember. I remember being like, kind of like, yeah, uh, it was great, Parker. Uh, yeah, it's like thanks. four o'clock. I'm gonna go to bed. <laughs> so yeah, it was great. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, yeah, it's good, huh? I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I'm really, <laughs> really tired. I'm like, uh, I even oh, said that, no! I remember. I remember. It was the night that we watched um, the the house. Houseu. We watched Houseu with like there was like six of us that ended up right. watching House, and then everybody, everybody left, left. And you were like, "Hey, let's watch this Night Watch movie." I'm like, I'm down. <laughs> and I shouldn't. Have, I shouldn't have. You meant you meant you're down. Like As you're in like down, down for the count. Going to sleep. I'm going to bed. <laughs> so. But I misunderstood. But yeah. So, um, all do you, right. What well, do you give it? Uh, well, you got to review it. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm thinking about it here. I think what I'm gonna give it is the completely arbitrary number of uh, five out of uh, eight and a half um, <laughs> flashlights used as weapons. <laughs> That's awesome. 
<laughs> that's one of that's one of the weapons that uh, the Night Watch carries with them is a flashlight with a, I guess, like a, a magic bulb or something. Yeah, that, and then they change the lens or something. Yeah, because like, and it just blood. messes everybody up. Yeah, so. that was that was some cool Constantine shit. Yup. So, all right. Well, that about wraps it up here uh, for this episode of Enter the Critic. Uh, just want to remind everybody, because I, th- I don't think we uh, reminded everybody last episode, but you get the point now. Visit us, visit us on Facebook, uh, like us on there, rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, or don't. Or don't, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Your choice. You know, uh, tell a friend, uh, you know, spread the good news. Uh, go door to door and say, do you have time to talk about a podcast? Um as always, want to thank uh, Bobby Roberts for the use of our theme song uh, off the Geek Remix albums. You can get them at geekremix.com. Uh, Parker, do you want to go into long detail? Just a low, low price of a millions of dollars. No, that uh, yeah. they, it's expensive. It, it's pricey. I, uh, I'm not. I'm just going to come out and say it. I wonder and how long we you can go with this without all, Matt. We have to pay for the rights for ourselves. I mean, we called, we emailed him, and he said, "Sure, you can use it. You have to." pay these extra high exorbitant costs i don't know it, which it was of very course pricey. i believe in the podcast enough no of course not i looked at, what's the one thing that i can use for free that's awesome that isn't going to get me in any kind of legal trouble bam geek remix they are completely free what they are completely free go to geekremix.com you can download three albums of just the funkiest of remixes absolutely so check that out all right well until next time uh, i'm chris clump and I'm Parker Litchfield. We'll see you next time. Bye.